Chapter 1 The sun was beating down on me so brightly that I had to keep my eyes tightly closed. It felt so good. I was like a cat basking in the sun, drinking in the warmth, letting it soak in and fill me up. I could lie here all day. Soft sand under me, the sound of the ocean in my ears. All I needed was for the breeze to be a little bit stronger. The warmth was building and becoming too hot. The smell of the ocean was changing. Had somebody started a bonfire on the beach? Why would they do that on such a beautiful sunny day? The smell of the fire got stronger and stronger until it wasn't just in my nose. I could almost taste the smoke and I sat bolt upright in bed. The beach was gone, but the smell remained. I looked around, trying to make sense of my surroundings. It was almost pitch black, but in the dim light coming from the window, I could make out thin lines of smoke. Smoke! That meant there was a fire! I tried to jump out of bed, but my feet got tangled in the covers and I tumbled to the floor. The wind knocked out of me. Frantically, I kicked at the blankets, terrified and desperate to get untangled. I struggled free and scrambled on all fours, bumping into the night table, reaching up for the lamp. I grabbed it and pushed the button, but nothing happened. I pushed the button again and again, but it wasn't working. I pulled myself to my feet. The smoke was getting thicker. I stumbled over to Tony's bed. Tony, Tony, wake up! Get up! She didn't budge. What was wrong? Without thinking, I reached down and slapped her across the face. Her eyes shot open. Even in the dim light, I could see a look of complete confusion and terror on her face. There's a fire! I screamed. Something is on fire! She didn't move. She looked completely stunned. There's smoke! A fire! I stammered. I had to make her understand. Suddenly, the look of confusion changed to panic. She was like a wild animal clutching at me, flailing her arms. I stepped back, afraid she was going to hit me. Instead, she grabbed my nightgown and held on. We have to get out, she yelled. She was still holding on to my nightgown as I pulled her to her feet, out the door, and into the hall. There was more smoke out there, much more. Tony froze. We have to make sure everybody gets out. Go, pound on doors, I said. Her eyes were still panic-filled, but she nodded her head and let go of my nightgown. Fire! 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 Joe the cook was yelling from somewhere down below. Get Katie! Get Malou! Make sure they're up! I screamed. Tony stood there, unmoving, as if she couldn't even command her feet to walk. Go! I pushed her hard, propelling her down the hall as I started in the other direction. There was banging behind me as she hammered on a door and called out the girls' names. I reached the second door and was about to pound on it when it popped open and Sarah and Dot tumbled out, bumping me into the wall. We stared at each other, speechless. I opened my mouth to say something when Joe called out again, Fire! 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 We have to get out! Dot yelled. Yes, yes, we have to get everybody out. Go wake up Tess. She has to get out. She's up. She's out. She didn't come home last night, Sarah said. My mind raced, glad that she was safe, wondering why she hadn't come home, where she was, and Tony, Malou, and Katie ran down the hall and pushed the three of us ahead of them. We stumbled down the stairs, bare feet pounding against the wood. 
It was almost pitch dark in the windowless stairwell, but we had walked up and down the stairs so many times over the years that we didn't need light to find our way.